This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Everyone is so angry at Game of Thrones this week for accidentally leaving a coffee cup on a table in one of the scenes. But where was this outrage when Rob left an entire tray of holodets on the table during his Veil of My interview? Cowards. Anyway, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Cowards, I tell you. Look, I've stopped with the holodets. I would never bring you to an interview ever again. Did Vale and Maya like it, though? They're fans of Aspic Salad, sure. No, they're no not. I don't know. Don't <laughs> slander Vale of Maya on this program. They didn't do anything to us. It's its favorite band. That's not a, it's and a fake, fake name. It's his favorite band, but not his favorite food. No. That's why you? they have the veil, to protect themselves from any <laughs> flying holodets. Which is worse? Holodets as a food item or Veil of Maya as a band? To be honest, I've never heard Veil of Maya, okay. so I can't <laughs> oh, okay. definitively say. Uh-huh. But I'm going to go with holodets. Okay. Just, I can't imagine mm-hmm. Veil of Maya is that bad. <laughs> what what, what would be uh, the holodets of music? Oh, my God. What band? Whew. Black Eyed Peas? Oh. Five Finger Death Punch. That's a good one. Uh, Black Eyed Peas, I, I hesitate to say that because I think so, it's it's like pap. It's like, but some of it's it's listenable. Yeah. You know what I Imagine mean? Imagine Dragons. That's I, I like that one song. I, I have to admit, guilty. <laughs> Which one? The, 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 the big one? hit, yeah, Radioactive. Maybe because a, uh, the, Radioactive, Radioactive. Okay. It's a <laughs> waking up in my butt. <laughs> yeah, Waking up in oh, my yeah, butt. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, it, Weird Al also did a parody. They, of that they are the soundtrack to every Gatorade commercial yeah. in the way that the Black Keys are the soundtrack to every beer commercial. <laughs> I would that's say uh, the Black Keys would be like a Hershey bar in that it's kind of like chocolate, but not, like officially not chocolate. That's kind of like what does that mean? Black Eyed Peas. It's like. Oh, I said the seems... Black Keys, not Black Eyed Peas. Oh, were we talking about Black Eyes? Yeah, we were. We and then, yeah. I mentioned both right. already. Rob's just thinking about chocolate. Out. Yeah, yeah. Blacked Blacked out. Started thinking about chocolate. Yeah. There's chocolate in front of him that Black. he's refusing to eat. I just had a little bit. But I want to mention we do have a phone line if you're listening live. The line, the number to dial, 213-WIDE-NUT. It's 213-943-3688. If you are listening to the archive, you could, of course, hit us up at any time during the week. All you got to do is email hate mail at metalinjection.net. You can also send a voice memo, record something with your phone, and uh, email us that. Or use the SpeakPipe widget on our website, metalinjection.net slash livecast, to record a voicemail with your computer microphone. I'd like to also interject there to that very fine. How dare you? That no, fine, go, go uh, fine read that you just did. <laughs> uh, if you are listening to the archive and don't know when the show is live, Rob, would you like to tell them? It is on live Tuesdays, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, usually. <laughs> Give or take. Seven Give or take. Hit a, but Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Tuesday Eastern nights, time. Eastern Just time. clear out your entire Tuesday evening. Yeah. Well, what if they're in Australia? Maybe they're Wednesday. It's a Wednesday morning. morning. Oh, whatever evening Eastern time is, U.S. time zone. <laughs> Just move to the Eastern time zone. Yeah, that's so much that easier. Clear out. Just do it. But easier for everyone involved. We have a Discord, too, right? Yes. How do people get in on that? 24-7 chat or Discord. Uh, if you use the Discord app, I'm sure you could find us. Metal Injection Livecast is the room. And uh, on our website, metalinjection.net slash livecast, there is an embed of the Discord and an invite link. So you can do that as well. And you can chat 
with mostly Sid and, and 3D and Darren. You guys are in the chat all the time. I try to get yeah, in there. I, I sometimes forget about it. But uh, and other live casters during the week. Rob, I'm in it during the live show. Oh. Rob shows up like twice a week to respond to all the 80 yeah. things that were addressed to him during the week. Once in a while, I'll G-chat him and tell him there's something he needs to see <laughs> ASAP. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. It's a lot of good content. Well, it's now that like we're all on the same G-chat, can you send it in that one so I can look also? <laughs> okay. The uh, Discord, our Discord is like the uh, Howard 101 of uh, the live cast. <laughs> really? It's like sort of... What's, that, what's Howard 101? It's like the wrap-up show of, uh, of mm-hmm. the Howard Stern show, right? Is that what... Am I getting that? No, right? Howard 101 is the best of material. Uh, no, but when he does a live... Well, the three days a year he does a live show... It's no, on. he's been doing live show all the time. But uh, I think wrap up show is on Howard 100. After yeah, it's on show. right after. 100? How yeah. many channels does this motherfucker have? Two. Two. Oh, all right. Yeah, so Howard 100 <laughs> is the new content, and 101 is just best of. Got to get it right. I apologize, Sirius. <laughs> it's actually Sirius XM. Noah shot me a look. Oh, do you get like demerits if you go on air and say Sirius without the right branding? Uh, I mean, it's technically incorrect. It's technically correct, but like, the because everyone incorrect, knows what's Sirius. Oh, we have a new car, sir. And we're talking about technicality. Okay, we're off to a flying start uh, here. I will Someone's say, I have stock options. No, I want to know. Oh, do, but do the bosses come in and yell at you if you say serious without the X out? Okay, so if um, any of the hosts or whatever make any guest appearances, like on a TV show or something like that, if they're introduced as host of serious radio, mm-hmm. right. that's not a good thing. But what happens? Like, do you get a demerit or something? Uh, I can't say. Okay. I, oh, oh, it's but top something I don't think it's happen. a demerit. I think it's just they try to push like, hey, make sure the branding is correct. Like but, any corporate. Uh, as a person who actually w- still works there. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> all over this. Claws <laughs> there. I like, freelance there. <laughs> you, you were in the building. Mm-hmm. You were on oh, the you, air. You were a part I wasn't of the a full-time employee. I but was... they issued you a 1099. Right, but I wasn't. That's not a full time employee. Oh, no, I know, but you're still an employee. No, uh, a 1099 is different. For- <laughs> <laughs> She's um, the corrector. You're the parser. <laughs> She's yes. the corrector. I, I, I got a new car, not to brag. Wow. Uh, but just my lease was up, so I had to get a new car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have not gotten a car, but I had anyway, to. the point is. What, about Sid? <laughs> what did Sid get? Uh, the, the point I, I was trying to make was. Uh, that I have a new Sirius XM radio in the car, mm. and uh, and it's pretty fancy how they have they change it up now because what? if you channel switch, it will automatically start the song at the beginning of the song. Oh wow! As opposed to just I didn't know that. like it's almost live. I didn't realize it until like uh, I just kept catching the song. I was like, oh man, I caught it just at the right. <laughs> And they're like, wait a minute, I can't. You thought I, your I ship think, came in, boy. I think I must have I must have been flipping, and then I got back to a channel that had a song that I was already listening to. Oh, wait, it starts the song over, too, if you've already been listening right. to it? Right, I guess oh, that God. would be that. Wow. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know that I like that. I'm not 100%. You can turn it off, but, but it's just the default feature. I think it's a... Oh, I see. So if you time it right, you could hear the same two songs for your entire drive. <laughs> Forever back and forth, yeah. you can hear the same two oh, songs as long as you can stomach <laughs> doing that. Because here's the, here's the thing: if, if like you know the song is three minutes long, uh-huh. so it starts at the beginning of the song, yeah. and I'm at like almost the very end of the song. If I flip to another station, then flip back. By the time I flip back live, there would be another song playing, oh, okay. so it would just start at the beginning of that song. Uh, it starts it. at the beginning of whatever song what is if it's on a the song air. You don't like. 
Or what if, um, <laughs> well, I have a question. Can you get on demand? I can't exactly. I think you might be. The replay no feature idea. works. What's so, the replay feature? So it's like a sort of DVR. Like if, if it's a talk show, I can go back an hour in the talk show. Oh, okay. Or whatever. Or yes. like by the segment, by the chapter marks. Right. And how's the scrolling through it? Annoying, right? It's all right. I mean, it's just, it's the interface of the car that I have, which is a Nissan. So it's just the Nissan interface, but with the serious stuff built into it. Mm. Have you been listening to Noah's show a lot? I'm never in the car when it's on the air. And I, because it's on 10 to noon, right? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> she has I'm, to think I of, forgot. I'm, we I, also start like 10 ish. Yeah. It's the same deal. But I mean, I'm never in a car. You could those. be, though. Just bring your laptop. Your Wi-Fi is probably strong <laughs> I mean, enough. I could listen at my computer, but it's a bit distracting. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Don't Noah, what, how, how often are you on air when you do this show? Um, Not a lot. What's like at least once a show, though? Do they bring you no, on? No, like maybe like once a week more. Ah, I see. Does Nikki get really upset when you say something on air and then scold you afterwards to talk she less? She beats me. <laughs> yeah, yes. she's doing to us what yeah. Nikki does to her all day. You know what? Yes, I'm projecting. You're right. It I'm sorry. It's Sirius XM, goddammit! <laughs> I just don't want to end up like a dog in the street. Oh! oh. <laughs> I, I have to say, like, uh, ever since... <laughs> Ever since departing from my gig as a um, being asked to leave part-time <laughs> DJ, mm. yeah, we came to terms on a conclusion to my time there. <laughs> okay. Fair. Uh, in that, they told me my time is over, yeah. and I had to turn over my identification. Yeah. And I said, "Okay, you had to come <laughs> to terms with it." <laughs> I love Jose Manga. <laughs> um, it wasn't his call. Uh, uh, sure, that's what he told you. No, I. I no, it wasn't. I mean, like, he's gone to bat. He went to bat for me and has gone to bat for me. <laughs> Maybe he got tired since of then another. Oh, <laughs> no. really? Well, then if he would have gone to bat, then he should have hit a home run yeah, for you. Yeah, right? <laughs> See, I know baseball. striking out. Nice. Very good. <laughs> but uh, when I listen to other channels uh-huh. and they have their the, the DJ breaks, mm-hmm. I'm always, like, super critical. Like, and yep. I think I've talked about this on the show. Uh, when I was a DJ, you would get these mass group emails with like reminders on what what they recommend, how they recommend you present information. I'm trying to be. We've read that on the show, right? As diplomatic as right, right, right. So, and I hear like all of these DJs like flagrantly, flagrantly uh, breaking these rules. The number one thing I see, I hear. Uh, like the pro, even the pros do, which are the pros, I'm sure they don't give a crap what the Noah was all ready to say. You don't see radio. <laughs> uh, the, the number one I hear is back selling, which is selling something, talking about something that has already played, which uh, is like don't ever do that. Number one, no, no, because theoretically it already happened. So the chances are someone could be tuning in and not. Not heard the song. Radio is very much like present, present and like now. forward. You gotta, you gotta talk yeah. forward. Except when your radio will go backwards to play the entire song that you might have missed. So <laughs> that's well, bringing, the DJ that's, break that's bringing the past to the now. I guess yeah. you could, you could still rewind. I'm not sure if you can do that. I haven't really uh, gotten too crazy with it. But anyway, that's uh, it's just funny how I like, I'm like, 
you know, I, I, yeah. I'm immediately judging them. So it's, it seems like that whole memo was like a test for you, and you failed. Like, they wanted you to break the rules. Oh, wow. They wanted maybe you to see what, how off the rails you can go. that's what it was. No, I was, I was very good at that stuff, especially the... Uh, exactly. You were too good. You were supposed you're to... Right. You're supposed to... Everyone, no one else is fucking yeah, doing I, it. You know, I don't want to knock somebody <laughs> who's making a living but nina blackwood is that her name the old empty yeah. vj from oh. the original how old is she in her 60s gotta be right. oh my At god least, and say. with like she has to be on her way to having like emphysema or something really like, she's she's like, like mod. she sounds so bad <laughs> and her breaks are so depressing really there was some live 63 there was some live read about uh like prom songs like it's 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 about to be prom. Remember it, your prom. It's the, <laughs> it was like, it's that time of year when everyone's having proms. You can enjoy all your favorite prom songs without putting that tux on. <laughs> <laughs> you're nailing it. You didn't hear it, but you're nailing it. And then she goes like, I didn't go to my prom. Uh, at the time, uh, the guy I liked didn't even want to acknowledge me. Can't but. imagine why. <laughs> but if you enjoyed your prom, I guess you could listen to this show. This is and of Robbie like, Firestein. For prom songs. <laughs> All the prom songs, none of the sexual awkward tension. <laughs> uh, and also, she constantly brings things up and goes like, oh, did you hear that thing that, for example, like, did you hear that thing that happened to Joan Jett? I'm not exactly sure of the specifics, but I heard something like this and that. And it's like, this is a pre-recorded thing. <laughs> Look it you up. You could have looked it up yeah. right before you talk. You could have gotten the specifics. Like, how hard? There's internet in the studios. There's wow, Wi-Fi now. Did you see what D. Snyder said? Wow, that was, I don't remember, but we'll be right back. <laughs> I think, oh, or, or, like, I think the tour is starting in a week or two in L.A. or in Vegas or in... Uh, Idaho, Anchorage. Like, look up the fucking dates. <laughs> it's it'll be the number one Google result. Jeez, <laughs> that's, my, that's my. Who knew Nita Blackwood was still even around? All the original MTV VJs have yeah shows Duff? on multiple channels. Duff, Duff, no. Who's Duff? Well, she's not an original. Oh, only oh, all right. like the the original. I you, wait, yeah, you did say original. I was thinking more like just the old ones. Like Mark Goodman, he's good. Yeah, he's on uh, volume. It's in his name. He's, yes. he's a he's good a man. Good man. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna he's say Kurt good. Loder, but he died, right? No, uh, he's, he died? He's, he's alive and he does have a show. Oh, he, he does. A, he has thought... a show on uh, Volume, the the music talk channel. Who am I thinking of? Well, somebody died. Anyway, back to serious. <laughs> Sway Sway has a show. <laughs> well, we all we're well aware of that. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about him in a while. How's His show doing? is like one of the oh, probably one of the yeah. more prominent shows on Sirius. Jose Jose Manguin, he has a show. Yeah. Yeah. Does he does he still do on air stuff? Yeah, he does yeah. Uh, on the. Oh, an octane. Yeah, gotcha. I think liquid metal in the week. Oh. Jose Magan is a piece of holiday, <laughs> which I love. Come on. <laughs> what a Come on. You're giving him a compliment. <laughs> we got a call. Oh, call two and three wide nut is the number. Who do we have on the line? Hello. 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 What's your name and where oh. you're from? Should we have tested the phones, maybe? Oh, yeah. We we might have to reconnect. One moment. One moment, caller. You're on Sirius Sirius XM. I'm sorry. Don't beat me, please. (laughs) Put the paddle away. 
Is that Phil Anselmo or Harvey Firestein? Both together. <laughs> no, it's Nina Blackwood. <laughs> I I could see Harvey Firestein and Phil Anselmo being together and asking to prom. put a paddle away. Sure, I could believe that. Not at a prom. After a prom, perhaps. Mm. I don't. Are they each other's type though? I, think, I could see I think, it. Uh, I could see Nina's it. Nina's a little too old. No, no. Get me out of this, man. Harvey and uh, Harvey and oh, Phil. Harvey and for Phil. your heteronormative bullshit, Rob. Get fucking Harvey. shit out of here. Well, Harvey's definitely... I don't think Harvey's Phil's type. Phil's no. the top. You don't think I don't think Phil's Harvey's type either. Harvey's like, you know, like 60. He probably wants someone more in his uh, boomer range. Uh, what do you know? Uh, I would think. I think Phil wants a Jew daddy. You I think? think he'd like oh, that? What? Just to Possibly. balance out all the white power rhetoric. Yeah, he, he wants, wants to, to hate be... fuck him. Oh, do you, maybe he wants to be like subbed by uh, uh-huh. by uh, someone he the demographic that he hates yep. so much. That's exactly what I'm. Yeah. Well, on that topic, I sent uh, an excerpt of an interview into into our thread. Uh, he was interviewed by Kerrang, a wonderful publication. Yeah, it, it has an exclamation point. Right. Noah, can you correct him, please? Yes. yes. Kerrang. The cor- that's there you go. That's the correct inflection. That's the correct. <laughs> correct. What an exclamation point. Uh, and. Very politely, uh, they asked about the Dime Bash incident, which, as we've discussed many times on the show and really went into depth about, was the night, of course, when uh, Anselmo drunkenly sig-hailed and shouted white power with all the energy in his body, where veins were literally popping out of his forehead. And uh, then he, he went on. Initially, he would not apologize. Because he said it was a joke. And then when right. there was a huge backlash. And this happened, I think, even uh, before Trump was elected. Before even all the yeah, all the wa- so. white it, during nationalism. The, was, during the campaign, I believe. It's like 16 uh, It was happening. Uh, and so he did eventually apologize. And apologized like three times. And then eventually the... It went to, like, how many times do I need to apologize? Like, I'm not racist. Well, what happened was he realized the apology was not working and no one was buying it. Uh, So now we're here. And then he was recently asked about it for the first time in a while. And uh, it's just, I love it. Well, the question is important. The question was, do you feel the dime bash controversy is something you've moved past? And I can answer that for you. The answer is no. (laughs) He has not moved past it. But here's what he said. I feel like it's ridiculous. I made an off-color joke, and boom, it's like I'm literally Hitler. I'm not. I guess to clarify that he's not, in <laughs> he's fact, not literally, literally Adolf yeah. Hitler. Uh, uh, also, just a quick pause. Like <laughs> He made one joke, and it's like, no, the people who have accused him of being quote-unquote literally Hitler would point to other instances where right. he would have questionable things that he said. Right. Like rants from his Pantera days or his super joint ritual days. So it wasn't a one-off incident. And also, like, no one has ever adequately explained this to me, I feel. But, like, how is that a jo- Like, what's how's that a joke? When you go out... Like, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, in his... like He, he feels- gave a few different versions of an excuse, right? Yeah, right. Joke, there, was white, or, there was a 
he was drinking white wine. wine, and he made a joke to Doug Pinnock of yeah. uh, King's X, who was a black gay man. White power, meaning white wine power. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But then he also, didn't he say that there were, like, guys in the front row right. like, that mocking him changed. and saying he was a racist, so he yes, did it to them? that yeah. he was being heckled, and yeah. people were calling him a racist. But here's so. my thing. Let's to show them. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I, I'll show you I am a racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I don't understand. Like, all right, let's go with the white wine excuse first mm-hmm. of all. Yes. So somebody says somebody's drinking white wine. You want to make an inside joke? How does your mind go immediately to see Heil and doing a fucking <laughs> yeah. goose step? I don't know. Like, how is that the go-to white uh, wine reference? No, yeah. It just comes to him naturally. Right. It yeah. shows you that he <laughs> actually is in fact a racist. I just I feel bad. This caller's here. Let, let's yeah, quickly let's try just again. call. Are you there? Hello, is that me? Yes, yes. we did it. Hi, it's uh, Spanky. Oh, hey. how's it going, Spanky? Yeah, not too bad. Um, I've got a question, a proposition, and an offering. <laughs> a question, a proposition, and an offering. All right, Go we'll ahead. get back to our Phil and Selma story in a bit, but let's hear this question, proposition, right, so and offering. I'll- Uploaded the offering to Darren' email. Oh, now? Just now? To your email. To your email? Yeah, just now. Oh, I see. Is it a dick pic? I mean, he did say he uploaded it, so mm. it might be. Upchoded it. Uh, bless you. <laughs> so are we just going to wait for, or are you going to tell us other things while we... Okay, so to Darren's email? the offering oh, the yeah, question. Oh, so, yeah. Um, so the question has to do with Judy. Okay. Um, I was on the Wikipedia page for Gertie Corey, who what? is a Czech American biochemist. Okay. Okay. But I noticed something in a, a lot of Wikipedia pages how it says Jewish in front of the nationality. Does it? So she's a Jewish Czech American biochemist, and I was yes, wondering I can what's explain the point that. of saying Jewish uh, in Europe. Uh, and especially the Slavic countries, uh, they did not, if you were Jewish, they did not consider you, like, for example, uh, in Russia, if you were Jewish, you weren't considered Russian, you were considered Jewish. I always used to get into fights with my mom about this, because she'd say Jewish was her nationality. I'm like, no, bitch, you're Russian. And she, I, I just didn't get right, this explanation. Also yeah, diaspora. They didn't, they Did you didn't. actually call her a, a bitch? I'm sure at times. No, for he sure. said bled. No, I like probably even said bitch, on to... uh, even on people's identification, it okay. would say that, that like their nationality was Jewish. Okay. So it's like this weird pseudo segregationist mm-hmm. <laughs> type of situation. And then in Wikipedia Europe, is just carrying it on. I guess so. <laughs> it's fucked up Wikipedia. <laughs> or maybe it's whoever entered it in carried it on. Okay. I hope that answered your question, Spanky. What I was the so. proposition? Still pretty confusing. It is. Yeah. I agree. It was very it, like it had to be explained to me a well, few times. Well, there is a movement kind of, for like Jewish nationalism that wants to classify it as a as a nation. Like in other words, the Jews, the Jewish diaspora had had no nation before Israel was created, and mm-hmm. that supposedly united all Jews together under one nation. Even the ones that don't live there are supposed supposedly retain. The uh, I don't agree with this, by the way. Yeah, but that's like they say that you, your nation is Israel. I think it's 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 like kind of a propaganda. A hundred percent. I completely agree with you. But uh, yeah, all right. So what else? What else you got, Spanky? 
Oh, yeah, so the proposition was to uh, teach all of you guys how to do Tibetan throat singing. Tibetan throat singing? Which is actually sort of the... Yeah, which is sort of the uh, the framework of the death metal growl. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Go on, Melissa Cross. <laughs> Wow. Are you doing this or playing something? No, I'm doing that. And that's, I'm not even warmed up. That's ah. what it sounds like when you bang a tuning fork against the side of Rob's asshole. Oh. <laughs> How do you know this? <laughs> yeah, what? What, he, what he were you doing him. when we were looking at I have the demo. And I was <laughs> the demo. Uh, how, what is the strategy? How do you make that sound with your, yeah, with your mouth? Yeah, can we all try it? So, yeah, it's, um, so it's your false vocal cords that are making that sound. And they exist above your normal vocal cords, and the only purpose is to protect it if it's being threatened. So if you're choking, if you're vomiting, if you're drowning, if you're being strangled, that's when it closes up. So how do we so just use those? So the first method I learned uh-huh. is to make vomit noises. It's very conscious. You have to like actually think what, which part of your throat is making. Uh, so that's, that's the first method. There's, this is uh, Rob, stop this it. is Nina Blackwood's pre-air check. <laughs> so throat exercises. I Nina Blackwood. I really the second method is to pretend you're up against a wall and you're pushing it, an immovable wall. Oh, like when, So uh, much so that you're grunting. When I'm walking on 8th Avenue with Rob and he smokes a joint. <laughs> and then I'm up <laughs> against the wall. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So you have no, to... Rob, it's vomiting, not Imagine sneezing. you're taking a huge shit. Okay. And you're constipated <laughs> and you're grunting. <clears throat> it's that throat pressure... But you just have to alter it a little bit, and you'll find your natural throat singing voice. This is very uncomfortable. Then the third method is to clear your throat. That's literally it. (coughs) 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 I gotta say I'm blown away by how musical this is. (laughs) Thrash it or trash it, Darren. (laughs) I don't know. You know, it's not my cup of tea. And the... The last method that I know is actually my favorite. Uh, it's you make a sigh, a very exaggerated sigh. Like you're pissed off and someone's just giving you more work and you're just... <sighs> Robert. Yeah. You keep on doing that. <laughs> that's what he was doing. Yeah. Robert. <laughs> Virtue, virtue, <laughs> virtue signal. Okay, well, that's good. I'll practice mine when I'm taking a dump on the toilet. Okay. I think that might help. There you go. <laughs> it literally takes 10 minutes to figure it out. However, it sticks with you for life. Now <laughs> my throat feels scratchy. Yeah, thanks. So, a did lot. I do it wrong? Was I using the wrong part? Did, 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 no, that's, well. uh, it, it, it shouldn't hurt, but it should feel a little uncomfortable initially. But Sounds afterwards, like anal. you can make the most ridiculous noises with no pain whatsoever. Sounds like anal. Okay, yeah, I guess I could handle that. I'm used to it. <laughs> Sounds like anal. Mm-hmm. That's what I was answering, Sid. Yeah, I know. I just That's wanted what to I was repeat it. To. 
All right. Thank did, you. Did you get the drops? I did. Ooh. We're going to play. go on with our uh, Phil Anselmo thing and play them a little later in the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Spencer. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Oh. All right. Have a good one. Wait, where are you from again? Australia, I think, right? Sydney, Australia. Oh, nice. I have a question. Uh, how many countries are on the continent of Australia? Uh, I have one request. Uh, Alright, uh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Danny, oh no, Danny! Alright, oh, he wants Danny, alright. Alright, fine. But you gotta, you can't just say Danny, you gotta give me the, the cue to, to, uh... Well, uh, one. Okay. Rob? That was Danny. That was Goodbye by Danny. <laughs> get back to this, uh, yeah, thing. let's get back to Phil. So, Phil uh, said... Why are you turn your mic? It just moved by itself. But, mm. Okay. You didn't have to call it out, corrector. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I can't help right. it. Sorry. It's like I'm literally Hitler. I'm not. I take each individual one at a time in the way that any logical individual will. I have love in my heart. Over the years, <laughs> I've learned to take the first step with love and to put good faith first. I get along with everybody. If there's any doubt about my political leanings, people should get it out of their heads. I was raised amongst a dazzling cast of characters <laughs> from the theater. What? From the mental hospital. I like how that's the leap he makes. From the, like the, the, the theater people and mental patients are on par. <laughs> From all walks. These are of all life. walks of life. Yeah. Theater people and mental mm -hmm. Those are the only two walks of life <laughs> that I know. All colors, creeds, and kinds. It's absurd to me that anyone in this day and age would judge anyone by the color of their skin. <laughs> their heritage. It's, it's like Phil Luther King here. What <laughs> the hell is this speech? Their heritage or their religion. I'm a harmless guy. <laughs> I'm a reactionary, not a troublemaker. Isn't that the, a reactionary? Yeah, it's I'm pretty a, much the same fucking thing. I'm a reactionary, not a troublemaker. Reactionaries are, by like definition, troublemakers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dipshit. Yeah. What? what do you think he was trying to say there? He was trying to say, uh, "Yes, I am a racist, but I can't admit it. <laughs> Therefore, I'm not a racist." <laughs> oh, he, so you, I don't. I don't know. That I, I would say yes. I have. Was that Tibetan uh, monk singing? Uh, uh, Tibetan really secondary throat mind. singing. I was gonna say. I would say he has prejudices. Uh huh. But. Perhaps not racist. I don't know. Splitting hairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I will say that when someone goes on stage and see Hiles. Mm -hmm. To I've, a crowd of people. It's fair to say they're a racist. Uh, at least somewhat. Well, it's that's a racist act. Yes, which it's he did. It's a racist gesture. 
Right, but like we already have one corrector on. But I'm saying like if he (laughs) meant it as a joke, if we're taking him out as okay, but I think I think if someone makes that joke or thinks that's funny, let me just say you're right. What are they're doing it? Because they know people, like, they're trolling, quote-unquote. But he wasn't trolling. Well, yeah, like, like, why do it at that concert? Like, if you're in I'm, the basement with your friends or I would, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just taking the... Uh... He thought he was amongst friends. <laughs> uh, you even just said earlier, like, he, this isn't the first time he said some racist right, shit. Right, right, here's, right. Here's what I think it is with him. It's very self-centered. I think he's racist in that, like, for instance, like, black culture. I think he looks down upon like hip hop okay. and stuff like that. But the black people he knows that are like in the metal scene that accept his white culture as the better culture, he's cool with them. I see. Because yeah. they've gone to his side. So in other they're words, the good ones. If, right. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's it. Yeah. If you debase your, like, abandon your culture mm-hmm. and appropriate his culture, then you're, you're one fine. of the good ones. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Thank you, Phil. But if you're like, you got the baggy jeans and the hip hop, oh, no. then he, no. that he's not with. Does that make sense? I get you know it. I, mean? I get Yeah, I think you. It's a very white centric uh, way yeah. of looking at things. Yeah. If you have his taste, you're fine. Sure, I've seen that quite a lot. No. <laughs> That's also yeah. It's like a lot of people. Whenever they say I'm cool with black people, it's always like the black people that don't, in their minds, fit the stereotype mm-hmm. of what they think black people are. Right. That like don't speak with slang or, right. or AAVE. And then they'll always bring up the Chris Rock N-word routine. Oh, the worst. That is the... When I ever I hear somebody say that, I just want to, like, shoot myself. Yeah. Or shoot them. Yeah. Even uh, Chris Rock uh, regrets. He regretted doing it. Yeah, because, because of uh, how racist. I mean, it's a shitty thing. It's a shitty thing to say whether you're black or you're white. I mean, it doesn't matter the fact that a black guy said it. doesn't make it better. Like, he, you want to, like, quickly go over what he said? I mean, without yeah, saying I mean, that word. Yeah, like... Some people don't, don't know. Because we don't know what... We could play a bit of the It was bit. just like his version of you might be a redneck if, but with the N-word. And like yeah, the difference yeah. between regular uh, black people and... Yeah, he's saying that. black people do this and uh, like N-word does this and it's like always something shitty and negative. Yeah. Right. So like, why can't black people just be people that do good and bad things like white people... You know, but, and without them having to be debased with a racial slur. Yeah. So you're giving p- them license, white people and other people license to just throw the N word around yeah. whenever a black person does something they don't like. So you're just opening that door, you know? Yep. Anyway. Thanks, Rob. No, that was what? Chris Rock. <laughs> Rob I, I choose to blame Rob for it. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair. Didn't you reenact that bit when you did your Pip stand up set? <laughs> I did not. He did it with <laughs> Russians, though. That's okay. I did do a Russian. Yeah, I'm sure I did that. You might be a like Russian. white if. people do this. Russian people do this. <laughs> you did a whole <laughs> thing with your uncle. Like, it wasn't Uncle Guiana, but it was like the same bit. Yeah. You made why. up a fake uncle. And he heard the routine and he killed himself out of sadness <sighs> and being made fun of by his nephew. No, he uh, was dead And then you spread yeah. his ashes and I thought he had like, beach. like gut cancer or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, that was real? I thought I thought Uncle Gana was made up. His well, name isn't Gana. Oh no, Gana. Uncle Fazel is made up. No, Uncle Gana is made up too, but it's just a real person that he called Gana for the joke. Oh, okay. Or I called I guess I called him <laughs> Uncle Gana. Yeah, I did not make up. Fazel is real, right? No. No. 
I have so, no Uncle Fossil. Fossil. So where did Fossil come from? Where did that name come well, from? Again, I believe Darren came. Yeah, Jennifer. Well, Jennifer has real a real Uncle Fossil. Oh. I, I think what, what oh. it was. And there's and we a were second. Calling name, like Iranian names on the show. I was talking about my uncle, and you guys thought I was talking about from my father's side, uh-huh. and then uh, that's how Uncle Fossil started. I was like, no, it's from my mother's <laughs> side, and then. But also, there's another guy, Fossil, that's like a family friend. That's kind of like so. There's a uncle. few Fossils. There's two that I know. Of. Two. Mm-hmm. I remember when I when we went to my sister in law's wedding. They were both, I think, maybe maybe thinking of another event or something. But they had those little cards that tell you where to uh-huh. sit. No, they were the two fossils were right next to each other <laughs> on the table on the, the with the cards. I don't know where they actually sat. <laughs> you should have just hung out there and seen if they maybe showed up together. I don't even know if they're cards. If they know each other, I'll have to ask her. <clears throat> anyway. That's your fossil report for the week. <laughs> All right, I'm, I can leave now. I've gotten We're what all I needed. Set. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What else is going on? Uh, we also got that Alex Jones clip. Oh God. Let's hear this. We haven't talked about Alex Jones in a while, and it's been pretty great. He's been pretty uh, deplatformed. He's off all the major social networks. Good. Still uh, trying to make it happen, and. Uh, What's he on now? Just like uh, just his website. website. Is his traffic down at all? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely down because he has no way to alert people. Of new, like people have to go out of their way to get it, and also he's been banned from app stores. Ah. So you know, notification. You know, so I, I understand the censorship, the censorship issue, mm-hmm. uh, and the fear of abusive power of such right. censorship but in this specific case I'm totally cool well this is where this is like I agree with you this is this is like a more nuanced position that I would have like I think it's Alex Jones so fuck him yeah but I, I think it's bad that that stuff like I, I think it's the, the it's precedent. a bad precedent yeah. that not that it, I give a shit what happens to Alex Jones but I think it's bad to have like corporations deciding, like who can say shit and who can't. Like if it was some kind of, like how, what Germany has in, uh, with the Nazi symbols mm-hmm. and all that, I feel I would trust that more than I trust like Google to tell me what's. So what what would be the what would be a a safe rule that all of these online entities could follow to prevent? grifters like alex jones from capitalizing on their network to spread false messages i don't think spreading false messages should be actionable i think if you're inciting uh violence and hatred right should well, be the line which i would argue he's doing because right? if you want to talk about well, isn't, false isn't statements also, i mean you'd have to get rid of the fucking washington post and like cnn too. well isn't that just broad though because couldn't it be argued you know fox news incites hatred yes so they should if, be if <laughs> if it's if it's if it's demonstrable that violence resulted from this. Well, okay. Uh, I, and another thing, if I guess Donald Trump could be inciting hatred sure. uh, by saying you shouldn't trust the news, you shouldn't do whatever. But then. I, well, no, but, I don't think that particular. Well, well like, just, just hear me out on this. So yeah. he's painting the news as the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And then if there was this inciting hatred rule, just to be a broad philosophical argument here, mm-hmm. he's painting the, the CNN as the enemy. They're. Saying false news, whatever, and then CNN reports uh, something unfavorable about Trump mm-hmm. that is true, but it incites 
hatred of Trump? Like the right wing would argue it's inciting hatred of Trump? I think there would have to be like, it would also have to be demonstrable that there, this was fabricated with an intent to incite mm. violence. And I think this is a law that would have to be like used really sparingly. Like, right. I don't. I think it should be in the most extreme cases. Well, e either and way. I, just, I really think it's better to leave Alex Jones in his little dunce corner of the internet. And even though he reaches a lot of people, it's still, I think if you had a good, like open information exchange in our society, like Alex Jones would not have prominence. I think Alex Jones is really filling a void of shitty journalism. Like there is so much shitty journalism that people go to these corners. Some of them are good and some of them are bad. Like, but also though, these people, like people, discover him through the algorithm, through recommended mm -hmm. videos. So, yeah. like, I don't think Alex Jones' videos should be in the like should be in a like you know what I mean. They kind of game the system. I don't understand enough about the algorithm to really comment on that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, or like how there's always a Joe Rogan video and everybody. I do think that's Rogan bad, and I think the, well, I think the algorithm is really stupid because like I watch a lot of like left stuff that sort of like bashes Democrats a lot and. They automatically thinks like I want to see stupid fucking Nazi shit, right? Uh, so uh, that, Joe Rogan, for example, or Jordan and Peterson. Uh, not, not to like completely but, knock Joe Rogan. I'm just saying like the, the you can knock him. The I don't I don't follow him enough to like have a strong opinion either way. I'm I'm kind of neutral on him. But like it'll be like Ben Shapiro destroys something on the Joe Rogan show. Right. I'm like, well, I definitely don't want to see that. <laughs> well, Joe Rogan's the kind of guy that like the last thing he like Trump. He's like the last thing sixty seconds ago that he just heard is the most important thing in the world and he has to tell you about. The it. one criticism that I do have of Rogan, because I would hear him on the radio all the time, uh, when he used to be on the Opie and Anthony channel, uh, just channel flipping. Like he when he's talking about something, his opinion is the like he is so certain of his and he knows everything yep. about the topic, like to the point of like annoyance. Like, yes. all right, calm down. Agreed. You just read this one article. You're not an expert. <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, this is a long roundabout way to say that this is what Alex Jones is up to now. <laughs> oh, good. Can't wait. Since we haven't like I don't even have to give context. I just want to, a quick thing about the YouTube uh, algorithm. I'm not going to like belabor the point or anything, but like, mm -hmm. I just, I f like, I feel like it's. I don't think that's a nefarious. Like, I don't think YouTube is trying to push like a right wing narrative. No, I think it's just like it's something they didn't think of. It's like right. it's something that sprouted organically through the algorithm, just because it's related. All these related terms and these mm -hmm. related these intersecting interests. That yeah. are comp that are actually different viewpoints that they right. it's like a nuanced thing that the algorithm doesn't account for. Agreed. Uh, and the other thing about it is those videos are very inflammatory. So even if you disagree, you will be so like the you, algorithm can't tell if you necessarily I guess with the like and dislike you could tell. But like if you're watching something. You could be watching it seething, or you could be watching it loving it, right. and the algorithm doesn't know. It just knows that you watched seven minutes of this nine-minute video, so let me show you more things like this, right. which could be pissing you off, but it doesn't. It just knows that you're watching it. And oh, you could enjoy to hate-watch it, too. Right, right, right. So you might want that bullshit. Anyway, so here's Alex Jones. Let me see what Robert David Steele has to say. Go ahead. No, I, I agree with that, and let me just point out now, let me just point out that pedophilia does not stop with sodomizing children. It goes straight into terrorizing them to adrenalize their blood 
and then murdering them. It also includes murdering them so that they can have their bone marrow harvested as well as body parts. Pedophilia is much This is the bigger. original growth hormone. Yes. Isn't this yes. what the movie an- It was about? <laughs> I like that the Jones is interrupting to provide context. Yeah. Like, yes, we've discussed this on the show before. Just in case you weren't listening last month. I don't know. This is but you. Do, I mean, just from that clip, I know there's more to it, but I just want to say, like, that's to me. I I, I immediately start laughing when I hear him talk. Like, well, uh, again, this is a very. But you have a base level of intelligence that a lot of his listeners do not. So this is, this is uh, easy to spot as ridiculous. I but what about think... all the false flag stuff? All you know, like that stuff has an impact, uh-huh. and it's not comical. It's presented as. Fear mongering, you know. But right. hold on, there's a little more. There, there, this that isn't even the most outrageous thing. Go ahead. Just, it's, Go ahead. It's a one minute clip. Sorry for interrupting this. Go ahead. Them so that they can have their bone marrow harvested as well as body parts. Pedophilia is. Much this is the bigger. original growth hormone. Yes, yes, it's an anti aging thing, and and um, this may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe that no there longer. is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Uh, there's all kinds of... Well, I, look, I know 90% of the, of, the, of the NASA missions are secret, and I've been told by high-level NASA engineers that, that you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on. But I know this. We what? see a bunch of a mechanical. Who is doing the Tibetan throat singing? I wanted to. He had his own Mike Francesa moment right there. The kind of thing the media jumps on. But I know this. We see a bunch of mechanical wreckage on Mars. He called his show, too, and gave him the throat tip. I'm learning it. I'm learning it. It's taking time. Let me let me just hear what this this point he's trying to engineers that, that you have no idea there's so much stuff going on but then it goes off into all that i mean you know that's the kind of thing the media jumps on but i know this we see a bunch of a mechanical wreckage on mars and people say oh look it looks like you know mechanics they go oh you're a conspiracy terrorist clearly they don't want us looking into what's happening every time probes go over they turn them off what the fuck is he doing? so yeah. yeah so i mean that makes sense right 20 years ago nasa sent Children over, so their yeah. blood could be harvested. And of course, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. They had the technology twenty years ago to go to Mars. <laughs> Twenty-five years we ago, went to the moon. Longer than that. Did Come on, Rob, open your mind. Facts don't. Maybe matter. they're still on the way to Mars. I don't understand. He said a twenty-year mission. No, but I did, didn't. They say they're finding like mechanical debris up there, and that's. I think I heard that. In yeah, there. yeah. He, he said that at the end. They won't tell us what it is, but uh, it's uh, clearly a uh, baby rapist. Very hard to follow. The, not even just the craziness of it, but his syntax and like the way he talks. Now, it, there's it, also it, so much shorthand of like other conspiracies. Because you have to listen to the show regularly right. to know yeah. all the backstory. I but, hope we don't do that with our memes. I hope we try to expound well, on do. them as much we as do. we can. Check That's footnote okay. 81 in your yeah. supplementary package. Now, you know what would be a good idea is if they took the pedophiles on a 20-year mission so they could just rape Mars kids oh. instead there, of Earth kids. Are, do, are, do they all have, like, Mars kids have the same Only one way to find them? out. Send them up there. If there's kids, you could go fuck them. We, sure. we don't have laws on Mars. Mm-hmm. Our laws don't apply there. Maybe those kids will be into it. But, like, 
All right. Why do they have to go there to fuck Mars kids? Isn't it enough just to get them off the Earth? Like, well, yeah, sure. That's why I'm saying I don't know if there's even kids on Mars. But if there are, have Adam go. Oh, okay. Well, well, but you can't come back here. What if that starts an interplanetary war between Mars? You sent your, your pedophiles here oh. to kill children. Damn. Well, I didn't say kill. Just to fuck them. Right. Um, right true. But what if that kills Mars children? Oh, they're, they're not built to. Yeah. Have see sex. these guys. I don't know about these. The consequences. Maybe we swear the pedophiles to secrecy about where they came from. They could say they came from Saturn. Said so you're you're way <laughs> way too knee jerk with your foreign pedophile policy. I'm too trusting of pedophiles. Your interplanetary <laughs> pedophile policy. Can that be the episode? It title? should be, but it probably should. not I don't be. think I want that word in our uh, search <laughs> engine. Interplanetary. Yeah. yeah, that one. <laughs> Just Keep in case crying. the Martians are on Google. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I don't also, want them harvesting the babies that listen to our show. Marilyn J's live cast babies. Is the Iron Sheik a Martian? Is that what's going on? He, he, no, he hates the Martians for <laughs> taking the fuck babies. them and make them humble. You have so many Martians to rape. Why you have to rape? Seven-year-old baby! You know, I go to the Georgia. The Georgia on Mars. There's also a Georgia. Abdullah the Butcher has a barbecue there, too. I go to Abdullah the Butcher barbecue. And he tell me he have a seven-year-old baby. And the pedophile come and they fuck his ass. It's fucked and fucked up. Motherfucker. He's a little baby. Little Martian baby. <laughs> what the fuck? You're going to do this to your little baby. And then Abdul was like, no, no, no. I'm at baby back ribs. Oh. I misunderstand. <laughs> Aged seven years. Delicious. If only the Iron Sheik had Noah there to correct uh, what was being said to him. Oh, my I God. fuck. Oops. I fuck. I fuck. I fuck kids. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I don't know why that stuttered like that. Is that one of the spanky ones? One of the new batch? No, no, no. That's Should we check one. those out? You do that now? Uh, before we check that out, I oh. want to mention that Amana Marth <laughs> just released their brand new album, Berserker. We, of course, had Amana Marth in the studio here a month ago. They refused to talk about it, or a few months ago now it's been a it's been a few months terrific interview by the way that's yeah. like the only thing they didn't talk about yeah we had a we had a great time with them but the album is out it sounds awesome it's out via metal blade records and it comprises 12 monstrous heavy metal albums that bulge with irresistible melodic hooks bursts of thrilling savagery and moments of spine tingling dynamic drama Berserker is the result of the huge surge of creativity and a collective desire to keep moving forward with no compromise. You can purchase a copy of Berserker now. Just go to metalblade.com slash Amon Amarth. They have some really, really cool packages that they came out with. There's, of course, vinyl, CD. You can get a T-shirt. They have this one collector's edition that comes with an Amon Amarth shield. Looks very, very cool. Check all that out. Metalblade.com slash Amana Marth. Of course, Amana Marth's going to be on tour. And Amana Marth, a berserker. It's the album. Pick it up. All right. Yes. 
my coworker just posted a picture of cousin Brucey demonstrating the proper way to make an egg cream. Really? Oh. Fascinating. What what is an egg cream? Isn't that just It's a chocolate syrup, uh carbonated water and uh milk. Mm-hmm. It's like a milkshake with carbonation. Right. Why do they call it an egg cream? No one knows. Know. It's got no egg nor cream mm-hmm. in it. But yeah. So anyway, let's hear these uh these droppity doodas. Sure. We got it. Let's see, we got uh here's a three D one. Stand by. Mmm, penis. <laughs> There's a couple of like uh, to be pooed on. actual drops here. Let's play that again. I like to be pooed on. Oh, it's cuts off a little early. Says I like to be pooed on. Axel <laughs> Rosenberg. When are we having him back out? Delight. Here's another one. Yeah. We don't have to kiss. We can just fist each other. <laughs> uh, that's it for Axel. There's a couple of Noah drops here. Do you want to lick my toilet? <laughs> oh. Uh, these are very good, but I feel like a couple of them are cutting off early. You gotta mm. stick with you gotta it. Yeah, do a fade. Yeah, or yeah, a fade is good. Do you want this ass? Send me your face picture to get in my. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you, the point is. <laughs> oh, you're having your own moment there. Oh wow. Okay, this is a good one. I remember you saying this, Rob. Hey guys, I'm a sexy, feminine, super smooth Asian TV girl. <laughs> what the no. TV girl is the end of What it. is that from? I don't remember what he was talking about, but I told Sheesh. I saw the name of the file. <laughs> I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, I want to get my dick chopped off. Oh, <laughs> that's what we were talking about. Nullos. I, oh. mm. I caress my butt cheeks uh, with my. What? That cut off. I didn't do that. With my loofah is what the file says. I hosted a shitty website. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Sid would like that. Oh, no. <laughs> I want your dick in this vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a I'm going to perform jihad on you, Sid. Oh. oh. <laughs> My balls are mine, and mine alone. <laughs> Why does it keep cutting off? My oh, dick hole hurts. My dick yeah. hurts. Stuff it down my throat. Oh, that's a good one. Sounds like you're doing you a Sean impression. Oh, that's good that that got cut off. He said a gay slur at the end. Mm. Hey, Rob, you're acting like a butthurt F. That's what he said. Mm. His slow mo rapping Biggie Smalls? Oh, my I God. I don't remember this at all. Was I off for this show? I, I don't remember that at all. But I guess we did. There I was think there was a time when he would call songs. in like every week and we were yeah. like, all right, now, Shlomo, we're going to send you lyrics. Look yeah, at like these lyrics. Whitney Houston <laughs> and, and Slayer. Yeah. But this is the best one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like three verses ahead by now. All right, that was Shlomo. His sh- uh, this just says Shlomo Wid W I D the flow. Shlomo Wid the flow. It's an extension of this. Shlomo Wid the flow too. 
I didn't know that Biggie song was about goulash. No, I think he was eating goulash while singing it. Ah, that would explain it. And finally, one Sid drop. Hmm? Young boys love me. Uh, That's fair. It's true. I stand by that statement. But but not Martian young boys. (laughs) Well, I haven't met them yet. (laughs) But if they knew me, they'd love me. Yeah. Everybody loves you, Sid. Thank you. Uh. (laughs) I don't know which one it is, Sid. No. Detroit players. All right, there you have the drops. Thank you, Spanky. Do Thank think, you. Do we think Shlomo's married yet? Get some babies coming. I'm sure he already has a child. That's, yeah, that's what I I'm know. wondering. It's been a couple of years since we've heard from him, so I I think so. No, I think we're still social media. Did you see Rob uh, the one the the park uh, public park where you and I and many others used to play softball? Um, right across the street from it, a car. Sped into the building and the building collapsed oh, last I night. Put, I yeah. didn't put it together that that's where it was. Mm-hmm. Avenue P and East Fifth. That's great. Just uh, like how <laughs> I don't understand. Like it seems like that shouldn't happen. Like yeah. a car should be able to crash into the building and it not I, collapse. I'm totally perplexed. By like that. how did like There's how shitty was that where building was built? Avenue At, P and East Fifth Street, right on the corner. That's right next to where Yeshiva yush- of not Rambam. whatever used to be. There was a Yeshiva oh. there. Mm-hmm. Nothing but uh, Jewish people mm-hmm. live there. East Fifth. Does not seem... Don't say Nazi when we're talking about it. It does not <laughs> seem like Shlomo is... Uh, uh, was he in that married. building? Was he driving that no. car? Neither? He's he, good. Here, here's a, a status update. Oh boy, he posted recently. Is it very pro Joe Biden? We used to laugh at comedians and listen to politicians. Now we laugh at politicians and listen to comedians. We live in a society. I still laugh at comedians. <laughs> and yeah, how do you? Funny. You have to listen to a politician to know to laugh at them, right? So, I think we're dissecting it too much. It's just supposed to be a platitude and like, oh yeah, that's so deep. Mm-hmm. But I think actually he's been woked in like from what I remember. Yeah, he would post yeah. anti Trump stuff. The last time we checked in on him he was like a leftist. Yeah. So good for him. Hope yeah. he, hopefully Absolutely. I wish him the best. For sure. He's a nice kid. Should I have him call in and sing along to some Woody Guthrie songs? <laughs> we do that? <laughs> some Phil Oaks. You think? You think he'd do that? <laughs> I hope so. Shlomo, if you're listening, come on. Yeah. Do it. Hit us with that flow. The flow. No, 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 What else is going on in the world? No, any anything happened to you this week? Um No, don't put me on the spot like that. Okay, Sid, anything happened to you this week? No, don't put me on the spot like that. Derinsky. No, don't fool me on the spot like that. <laughs> Rob? Uh, nothing happened to me this week. I did nothing. You bought a new car, you fucking... No, yeah. I've had it for like a month. I got to ride in Rob's new car. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Right? He nice. has like a whole... Like his roof is made out of glass. <laughs> I thought you were, that was the end of the sentence. He has <laughs> a, Rob whole. Has a whole. Yeah, it has a sunroof. I got a bit of an upgrade. 
Wait, but it's the whole thing. It's a panoramic sunroof. Yeah, it's fancy. <clears throat> it's pretty nice. It feel it makes the car feel less claustrophobic. I just wonder way. about like if like the because it's an SUV, right? Mm-hmm. If it turns over, mm-hmm. then all that breaks. Well, I mean, I'd have bigger problems, right? <laughs> than that? <Cracked> <laughs> than just like a cracked, yeah, like uh, cracked glass? I guess, but... I mean, there's glass in other parts of the car, too. Yeah. Probably like, also break. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, I asked my brother this question because he also has a uh-huh. sunroof. And he said that uh, the glass just, like, cracks. It doesn't really shatter. It's like a special glass. Right. And I'm sure it's just, like, one piece. So, they could just replace that piece, you know? like Oh. I mean, either way, they'd need to replace yeah. the, that piece. So, it's just less mess Hopefully. to clean up at the accident site. What about replacing site? Rob? How do they do that? Oh, oh if wow! Turns over. What if his car turns over? What if Babco is in the car? And oh. Wish that on. I've been seeing ads for like dog seat belts. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Because like, if you stop short and the dog is yeah. in there, the dog's just go gonna flying. fucking go flying. That's hilarious. Sorry. Uh, no, it's not. It, it would not sucks. be hilarious yeah. if it actually yeah. happened. It's happened as... to Bruno. Yeah, oh, def- no. Def- yeah. I had happened once when I was driving on the highway and it had, like, it was an abrupt. Yeah, and then they just, stop. like, go, f- you, like, feel them bang into the back of your chair. <laughs> Jesus <It's> terrible. <laughs> and you hear, like, a <laughs> And they have spinal problems the rest of their life. Oh. The Baca's really resilient. Whenever, <laughs> what are you whenever. doing to her? No, like she'll <laughs> run send her up to Mars. Stopping short. <laughs> she'll, she'll run upstairs and like trip, but like just keep going. And not you know, even. yeah, I'm, I'm always like wondering about that. Like, same thing for Bruno if he like will fall or something. Um, like the other day, I like scooped him off the couch and I put him on the floor, and he just like fell. <laughs> but I think it's because it's like children; they're so close to the ground that it doesn't hurt. Like it hurts us when we fall. Mm. Just hurts his dignity. No, I looked it up. Dogs don't have shame. <laughs> what? They don't have how did, like. Where did you look this up? How do people know that? Well, yeah. they studied it. I don't know by brain activity. Who is they? Like Purina? The website. I don't I believe these motherfuckers <laughs> propaganda. I looked it up. Multiple sources have the said people dogs. Who, the people who sell dog tutus. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because she would she like she would slip from like trying to jump on the couch, Popka, uh-huh. and I'd be like, oh, she's embarrassed, whatever. And then I'm like, is she embarrassed? <laughs> like, or does she just not know? Does she just no? Not yeah, I don't think they feel embarrassed. That's what I mean. They don't have shame. But shame is different. Like when Bruno pees in the house, he feels shame. Mm. Dogs know, like when they do something wrong. He's ashamed that he couldn't pee more. <laughs> <laughs> that he couldn't piss out. Fuck you, Noah, on the carpet. carpet. <laughs> just to show his no, rage. See, do- scientists do not believe dogs can feel complex emotion such as guilt and shame, despite their apparently guilty faces. But experts have revealed, although dogs do feel a range of emotions, any perception that they feel guilt or shame is likely to be misconceived. I believe that, and I think like 90% of the emotions that dogs display to you are trickery to get food. Like Right, they just see the way you react yeah. when they make their face a certain way that's why they right. do it it can't even really be called trickery it's just like learned behavior that they yeah. know what face yep. to make mm. i do think cats uh cats to me i've had both a cat and a dog for many years uh-huh. at different times and i feel like cats are way more likely to be like uh, loving return your love like without uh, conditions on it no i mean people would i mean everyone 
I've yeah. never had a cat, but everyone says it's the opposite. I know it's. A, I feel like that's a meme. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with it. Uh, I want to point out that the next section of that article I was reading says research suggests they are simply reacting to the owner's body language ah. rather than actually experiencing complex feelings. There mm-hmm. you have it. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is from Lulska Ostujic, a research associate at Cambridge University. You know, uh, I wanted to know if um, you wanted to read some of those uh, Vince McMahon stories that uh, yeah yesterday, because that was hilarious. Someone did like Rob showed me this mm-hmm. tweet storm, uh-huh. tweet like, thread, nine hundred uh, uh, Vince McMahon stories that people have told. Like he just called them together from oh wow different stories and like books people have written and stuff. Like I just that. wanted to get on air Rob reading the quote from his interview in Playboy magazine no. because then we could have drops of Rob saying oh, that stuff. No. Yes. That's just going to be gold forever. All right, let me let me <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You're fired. But, but yeah, there were definitely things that Rob showed me there that I was like, if you told me that was from like a Ted Bundy deposition, I would fully believe <laughs> yes. you. There's like legitimate really? serial killer shit in like there. Like he actually literally said he wished he could have killed his stepfather, but he died too early. He died when he was still a kid, and if he was an adult, he would have loved to I mean, I just him. feel like when if you're, like, you have to be a little bit crazy to be Vince McMahon. Like, okay, there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a wide leap between a little bit crazy and what Vince McMahon is, though. All right, let's, let's, I'll start reading, and then once we get sick of it, we can, we can move on. Vince McMahon, of course, owner of WWE. Vince McMahon hates sneezing. When someone sneezes, he yells at them and tells them to control themselves. <laughs> On the rare occasion that Vince sneezes, he angrily mutters to himself and loses focus for a few minutes because he let the sneeze win. Yeah, I've heard that. Like, uh, I, I can I just say I kind of relate to that. Like, I don't take it to the extreme level he does, but I hate sneezing and I hate coughing. I feel Same. like I'm not in control of my body. Like, it's just mm. an involuntary convulsion, you know? Mm-hmm. And isn't that annoying? I fucking hate that shit. I find sneezing annoying, but only because I can only sneeze very, very loudly yeah. or just, like, I, like, do it internally. Mm. I don't know. Like, I don't know how people hold their sneezes. I've never been able to do that. Me either. Like, where, Sometimes. Where people just, like, like, oh, no, no. I can't, like, no, how do you your do that? brain explodes if you <laughs> I've never been able to do it. I've never, like, my... I just, like, will sneeze through my nose, and then it doesn't make a sound. I can't sneeze through my nose, by the way. All my sneezes come out of my mouth. Yeah, same. And I hate I that. Know. It's it's not the purpose of sneezing. Like, yeah. the point is to get it out of your nose, yeah. but it just it doesn't work properly. I enjoy loud sneezing. It feels powerful. Yeah. I think I got that from my dad because my dad, whenever he would sneeze, it was like more that he was screaming than sneezing, and I just <laughs> yeah. thought it was funny, so I've like started doing that. <laughs> but I don't know. I enjoy it. I do the Tibetan growl that Spinky was showing us. That's how it comes out. Um, Vince once raced a former WWE writer on an open highway. Vince boxed in the writer. So that the rider was heading straight for road construction. The rider had to slam on the brakes to avoid an accident. How about just not racing at all? Vince sped off having won the race by almost killing a guy. (laughs) So stupid. Vince went bowling with an NBC executive. The guy had done something that Vince didn't like. Obviously, since they were bowling, they were wearing bowling shoes. Vince snuck off 
got the guy's real shoes from behind the counter, tossed the shoes in the garbage, and left. <laughs> the guy had <laughs> the guy had no idea where his shoes were and had to go home wearing the gross bowling shoes. That is fantastic. Months, I, like, that makes me like Vince Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Months later, Vince contacted him and out of the blue says, "That's what you get, pal." <laughs> you know what the thing that the guy did that Vince McMahon didn't like was, right? It's pretty obvious. He beat him at bowling. Yeah. yeah. Like that's like just like motherfucker. How dare you top me? How much do you think he had to uh, give the bowling shoe guy to, in order to take the shoes out? Hundred bucks. I bet it wasn't even that much. Yeah. So Vince, as a prank, had real police arrest one of their announcers, Jonathan Coachman, for running a betting pool at work. Coach said when the cop car finally turned around and brought him back to WWE headquarters, he openly wept in relief and rage. Can you imagine? Jesus Christ. This is a prank that you're going to jail. Like It's like a felony, right? Well, so. the gambling. I don't know that running an office pool would ever get to that point. Right, but... It, but, but wow. Uh, but he's a stupid guy anyway. Clearly. This is from Bret, Hart, Bret Hart's book. He said Vince got wasted at a strip club with the rest of the wrestlers, the wrestling crew, and he let the Hart Foundation, which is Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Lightheart, hit their finisher on him, and they hit it really hard. Yeah. He was into nice. it. That was, he's actually a wrestler now, so like a lot of people have gotten to do that. Uh, Vince said something insulting to Kofi Kingston on a plane, uh -uh. and Kofi didn't do anything. As they were getting off the plane, Chris Jericho told Kofi Kingston... That if he didn't confront and fight Vince immediately, Kofi's career was effectively over in Vince's mind. This is how Vince tested his talent. Can we all uh, agree that uh, what he said to Kofi Kingston, a black guy, was probably oh, something I racial? I don't know. I, it might not have been the N-word, but it was, I'm 99% right. certain it was something racial. So. Wait, so was Jericho being serious or was Jericho fucking with him? No, he's being serious. serious. And Kofi 100%. did stand up to him. Okay. And Vince, Vince liked that. Oh, all right. Former 90210 writer Larry Molin, or Moline, M-O-L-L-I-N, anyway, joined the creative team. They were in a meeting with Vince. Vince was talking. Larry was nodding. Stephanie McMahon pulled Larry out of the room. She told him, you need to stop nodding. Vince hates nodding. <laughs> she explains that if there's one thing Vince hates, it's yes men. This is extra hilarious because everyone always says that Vince is surrounded by yes men. But I think they're both true. I think yeah. he, he, he wants people around him that agree with everything he says, but doesn't want them to come off like yes men. Yeah. Like he wants them to to act like they're – but it, to, he's, he's an idiot. So he thinks everyone – he wants everyone to just say yes to him, but act like they really believe it and that they're not sucking up. But wasn't like the previous story that he liked that Kofi stood up to him – I guess maybe the it's different for wrestlers than for like staff. Yeah, yeah, wrestlers are just like brute force. Like he doesn't want he wants them to just kind of be animals and react. Yeah. Vince was he hesitant to hire female wrestler Gail Kim due to her being Asian. Jim Ross, talent relations at the time, convinced him not only because of her in-ring talent. But the fact that many men are attracted to Asian women and that there are even a lot of Asian porn sites on the Internet. This apparently shocked the hell out of Vince McMahon, who had no idea Asian porn sites existed. Oh, jeez. 
who how does that story get out like who feels comfortable sharing that story uh it's like Jim Ross is like, I, yeah, I, I got that Gail, Asian girl hired by selling her no, that I think she was a Gail, fetish star. I, like, I think Gail Kim. <laughs> How does she know that that Somebody happened? told her, probably. Jesus that in, in the meeting, he never heard of her. Because like, she's talked a lot about how she was mistreated. Uh, is that how he hires all his female wrestlers, based on if guys will whack off to him? It used probably, to be, yeah. Because, yeah. like, fabulous moolah. <laughs> I don't I mean... I don't, I, though I guess maybe he, Vince's dad hired her and she was already there. And also she helped Vince. Uh, well, she used to run like a prostitution ring, basically. Mm. Well, she was also the booker of all the women. Okay. Yeah. Booker uh, in the hooker? country. Yeah. The McMahons were playing pool at their holiday home in Boca. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon against Vince McMahon and Linda McMahon, uh, Vince's wife. It was supposed to be a fun family game and Vince turned it into a serious competition. Triple H and Stephanie kept getting lucky and were winning. Vince was getting mad at Linda because she was making their side lose. So he punched her in the stomach. Oh. Eventually, Stephanie ended up potting for the win, and he cracked and stalked off. Later in the night, Stephanie called him through the intercom and sang, You're tied to the whipping post, Dad, to piss him off. And from their bedroom, Steph and Triple H could hear him literally screaming in anger <laughs> at the other side of the house. Fantastic. Uh, Tiger Ali Singh complained to Vince McMahon about making him wear a turban and traditional Indian garb, telling him it was offensive to his people and a desecration. Vince replied, you and D'Lo are going to put on those fucking turbans. I don't care about desecration. Christ. Oh, man. Jim Ross once farted in the car. Hold on, D-Lo. D-Lo wore a turban? I don't remember that. Yeah, they were attacked him for like five minutes. Was D-Lo supposed to be like in this like character? Like his minion. Oh, he, but he wasn't supposed to be Indian, right? No, he was still D-Lo Brown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought that was like... I don't know. I don't Why? Know. What, what round when was this? Late 90s. I don't remember this. I watched every week and it's I It's like 98, maybe. Must not have gone on for me. It was long. very short, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tiger Leasing wasn't even in the company for a year. They tried like two or three things, all failed, done. It was around, I want to say, WrestleMania 13, 14. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so Jim Ross once farted in a car with Gerald <laughs> Briscoe. Only the one well, this, this is a story. <laughs> give, me the story news, give me the breaking news about the one time Jim Ross didn't fart in a car. <laughs> that's, that's the headline. Yeah, he does eat a lot of barbecue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breaking news Jim Ross Five hour ride No farts <laughs> Completes Car ride Without Flatulation Alright But no So <laughs> Jim Ross once farted in a car With Gerald Briscoe Which made Briscoe Start gagging And throwing up <laughs> Oh come on Vince heard about that So backstage At Raw one night He tried to fart And make Gerald Briscoe oh, no. puke I think I see Where this is going It backfired And Vince shit his pants <laughs> it, no. That's the most literal Meaning of the word Backfire <laughs> He then had to Go out to the ring And do an interview Jim Ross said That the production people In his headphones Told him about it <laughs> And they were instructed To keep the camera shots Above Vince's waistline For the entire interview well, what would you see? A big load in his pants? Like, how can you really tell this? I guess so. 
I mean, have wardrobe like had to have a feet? change of pants. Maybe there wasn't time. Yeah, he, he said he had to go right out and do a promo. <laughs> oh, my God. How much shit does he fire off into his drawers there? I don't wow. know. And the way he walks, you know, it's just yeah. like shaking it loose. Yeah. It's all running down the backs of his legs. Maybe that's why he started walking like that. Because he, <laughs> like, he had those shit waddles. <laughs> oh, and he's, I God. like the way that looks on camera. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> excuse me. A few years ago, WWE had a snow cone party. This was in the back lot of the TV studio, not the actual large headquarter building everyone always sees. Apparently, Vince is a huge snow f- snow cone fanatic. So much so that he had a lot of them, like 10. At one point, he got up and announced in front of everyone in his Mr. McMahon, you're fired voice that I love snow cones. <laughs> it was awkward and I had to fight back my laughter. It was surreal. About you, but every time I try to snow cone, like after you eat the color, it just tastes like water. Yeah. It's because it's just ice. It's just melted ice. It's like shaved ice. What does he like about it? It's shaved. Makes flavor. it look younger. <laughs> One time, Vince McMahon got drunk and urinated on Ric Flair's hotel bed. Okay. That's it. Vince Vince supposedly has a world class thick beard, but shaves it constantly. When asked why he doesn't just let the beard out and save himself the trouble, Vince's answer, I can't let it win. <laughs> you just laser it off. Uh, he likes the struggle, though. Mm. So for this uh, story, I want to point out that there is a black wrestler named Shelton Benjamin. Oh, yeah. Keep that in mind. He still wrestles that guy? He's yeah. back. He's, He's back. Gone. He was gone for a while. Vince holds a meeting with all the talent announcing the switch to PG programming. Michael Tarver, a black guy, stands up and asks a question. Vince responds, excellent question, Shelton. (laughs) You think he did that? What's worse, that he confused two black guys or if he did that on purpose? Probably Mm, B. If he confused two black guys, it's probably worse. I think on purpose. Haha, I'm confusing two black guys. No. way more I think that's worse. All right. CM Punk once told a story where he, Undertaker, JBL, and Edge, and Vince all had to room together when they were doing a tribute to the troops. That's when they all, at the time, they went to like the Middle East Mm -hmm. to do shows for uh, people uh, over there and uh, Americans over there. Not (laughs) they weren't doing shows for Iraq. Desecrate some turbans. Uh, Punk couldn't sleep because everyone was snoring except for Vince, who kept laughing at his own farts. (laughs) (laughs) Loves those farts. Uh, so the there Playboy was a interview I, I'm going to get to that after this one uh, There was a horror movie starring Kane Called See No Evil And Vince wanted this scene in the movie Where Kane's character pulls out his penis And he wants what? it to be three feet long I thought there was a connection problem I said Greg can you just back up And repeat the last line for me He goes yes Vince wants Kane's penis to be three feet long <laughs> And none of the producers are saying anything about it uh, Did they do it? No, I don't think so. Jim Cornette was at Vince McMahon's house, and Vince had somebody from the cable company working on the TV because the sound wouldn't work. The guy came to Vince holding the remote control and explained to him what a mute button yeah. was and that the mute was on. Vince gave him a $100 tip. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, all right, let's see. Uh Okay, uh, the Playboy interview is next, but I wanted to say this one. 
Vince was in a creative meeting coming, trying to come up with a way for Big Show to lose while still looking strong. One idea was someone would spike his burrito. Vince was shocked. Not for the spiking, but because he had no idea what a burrito was. <laughs> the best part of this story is every day he ate a steak wrap with ketchup, which is essentially a fucking burrito. But also... For like a decade straight, Bobby Heenan would refer to um, Tito Santana's finishing move as the flying burrito. Yeah. So it was said on Vince McMahon's program, well, did he just not know what, did he think it was a nonsense word? He didn't want to look stupid and ask somebody. Yeah, wow. <laughs> All right, here are the excerpts from the Playboy interview. We could wrap here. Uh, he goes, I remember probably in the first grade, this is Vince McMahon, being invited to a matinee film with my stepbrother and his girlfriends, and I remember them playing with me, playing my penis and giggling. What? I thought that was pretty cool. That was my initiation into sex. At that age, you don't necessarily achieve an erection, but it was cool. Around the same time, there was a girl my age who was, in essence, my cousin. Later in life, she actually wound up marrying that asshole Leo Lupton, my stepfather. Boy, this sounds like Tobacco Road. Anyway, I remember the two of us being so curious about each other's bodies, but not knowing what the hell to do. We would go in the woods and get naked together. It felt good. And for some reason, I wanted to put crushed leaves into her. <laughs> oh, man. What? He knows how to write a swerve, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I did not expect that ending. Oh. I think, I think. People that want to put crushed leaves into people's vaginas should be just put on a shuttle and sent to Mars. <laughs> and With do all that the leaves to, they want. Yes, and do it that to the Martian children. Shove it into some craters. <laughs> he goes, don't know why, I just remember that. I don't remember the first time I had intercourse, believe it or not. And then uh, Playboy asks, your, your stepfather beat you? And Vince nods. It's unfortunate he died before I could kill him. Mm -hmm. I would have enjoyed that. The follow-up question there naturally is: Have you killed anyone else? <laughs> well, they, he may not have agreed to print that answer. Ah, uh, who knows? <laughs> to go to, uh, to bookend that Kofi Kingston story, uh, there was a, a flight, and uh, Vic's, uh, Vince kept walking by Curtis Axel, a professional wrestler, and his and Axel had his foot out, and Vince would just step on his foot on purpose oh and keep walking. He'd keep talking and walking, come back, step on his foot, boom, keep walking and talking, step on his foot again, repeat. Eventually, Vince would just turn around and was like, aren't you going to say anything? Curtis Axel says, sorry, sir. And Vince says, no, 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 no. You don't know what I'm doing. I'm stepping on your foot on purpose as I want you to say something. I'm waiting for you to stand up for yourself. It's no fun what I have to tell you about. <laughs> Curtis Axel is uh, Mr. Perfect's son, by the way. Mm -hmm. Huh. This is my favorite story, and then we'll end on this one. Well, Wade Keller, uh, a wrestling journalist, talked about meeting Vince McMahon. He went up to his office and walked in to find the chairman eating pizza. Nothing unusual there. Everybody eats pizza, but what was unusual was how embarrassed and mortified Vince's face looked upon being discovered. He looked like a little kid who got caught with his hand in the cookie jar with fear in his eyes. Vince told Keller, Wade, you can't print this. Like, oh. Like pizza eating with some groundbreaking yeah. gossip. Weird. He doesn't want people to know he eats pizza. I'm so fat and I hate myself. Yeah. 
Yeah, because pizza doesn't turn into muscle. <laughs> yeah. Pizza, you're fired. <laughs> Mm, fired pizza. Wood fired pizza. Delicious. Mm. Had some for lunch. Is that true? Yeah. From where? Uh, Mancini's. Don't know it. They let you. I got the uh, uh, pepperoni and truffle oil. Ah. Mm, tasty. I like truffle oil. Yeah. It's very nice on a pizza. Can't say I've ever had that. Try it. Just had it on fries. That's also good. It's really good in most contexts. I've had it on popcorn. It just tastes like garlic, right? Yeah, that's ish. Yeah. Garlicky. It's nice. Okay. Sweet. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, a lot of seltzer. Mm. Was that Throat real? Singing practice. Yeah, it was. How else was it? Tibetan monk singing or whatever? Yeah. You know how like some uh. people could just like burp on command. Yeah. Uh. What? I can do. I can always generate a burp. That's pretty good. I don't. I don't think I could do yeah, like a I musical burp that. like that. Yeah, I Whoa! I need more juice to go through the full alphabet. Oh, Sid can do it too, but not to that extent. I think it just burp. I can make little ones. I can't. It's just you inhale air. You got to swallow some air, and then you let it right back out. Yeah, that doesn't work on me. Rob, got to practice. If Rob not does that, like all of his stomach on. acid is going to come out yeah. of his throat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dudorino asks, do you guys like pineapple on pizza? I think it's no, delicious. No, I've awful. never had it, yeah. but I'm not. If it's grilled. Fuck out of here. I'm right. not. Uh, like, I would never order it. If someone had it, I would try it, but no. It's looking. bad. Can I also, like the, ham. I'm not. The ha- ham no, and pizza, I'm not. It's not my top choice, mm. but I'm not going to throw out a pizza that has ham on it. What are you going to say, Derek? I will say something about pineapple on pizza. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, it's an abomination, like ketchup on hot dogs which i would agree with is an abomination why is that no, an abomination but, delicious. Um, yeah, i love that but p- pineapple on pizza i don't i don't i don't think it's an abomination i think it's fine but i don't like it and it's like people put fucking buffalo chicken on pizza you could put yeah. that i don't like yeah i'm you not you cannot in, put meat like like uh, or I mean, doused chicken. meat well, the new thing is uh, a Caesar salad on a pizza. You see Why? That? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Just lettuce everywhere with Ugh. that gross... And croutons. Like, I don't yeah, get it. it Dressing. Just, it just, like, just have a fucking salad or have a pizza. Right. Yeah. Or both at the same time. Yeah. But don't have put a pizza it with a side salad. Yeah. It doesn't go together for me. Like, I don't know. Because then you have to put the salad in the oven to like heat yeah. the pizza. And then it, That's gross. Warm leaves. lettuce. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I don't... Uh, I, like... I eat salad only when I'm forced to to try to be healthy. So why would I eat pizza underneath it? I don't know. I like salad. I like salad. You've just been eating bad salads. You know what I like? What the fuck you know what I'm eating? What are you talking about? I like... Uh, <laughs> I just don't like salad. I like green olives on a pizza, which is really hard to find. Yeah, it's usually black. It's usually black olives. You're an olive racist. I didn't realize this about you. No, what? I still enjoy the black ones. Oh, <laughs> it's a drop. I want the green ones, too. Olives right. are like 85% as disgusting as Haladiets for me. No. I'm not olives. a huge... I, I'll eat them, but I'm not a huge fan. Some, oh. They're often way too salty. It's just okay. a little too intense. No, I like olives. Just the smell of an olive makes me want to I like gag. olive oil. I would what like a, drink uh, olive oil. Uh, well, what do olives smell like? They just smell like pickles. They smell like they olives don't. to me. They like pickles? Olives. <laughs> What are you eating? Well, <laughs> pickled <laughs> olives. Yeah, no. Ugh. Uh, I love olives. I'm into it. Yeah, with me little, too. I like the ones that are uh, like stuffed. Stuffed with a little garlic for mm-hmm. ex- extra fun. <laughs> <laughs> or like a hot pepper. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the hot pepper ones. And those are fun. Mm. Good All stuff. Right. Good stuff. Yes. Um, oh, I wanted to read. Uh, we got hate mail. Ooh. We got something from Kyle A. Whenever you say hate mail, I irrationally get excited that someone sent yeah, this real hate me mail. Too. I know yeah. it's not, but. And of course, we could read your email on the air, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Hate mail at metalinjection.net is the email address to hit. I like that uh, hate mail is something that we started when we were doing the show on public access TV. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yep. And it just kind of stuck all when, these years. When email was new. Yeah. Wow. <gasps> well, when he, well, before there was like commenting on posts. Jeez. Uh, so Kyle says, Sid, it's been 514 episodes. Can we get your wife to at least call in, if not oh. sit in for a while? I'm sure we could, but I'm just, I don't want to do that. Why? I like having the world separate. Yeah. That's okay. All. I think she would prefer that too, right? Probably, but I feel like if I really wanted her to sit in, she would. Or call in. Probably not sit in, but I feel like she would call in. Yeah, she's yeah. really funny too, so she would fit yeah. right in. What? Has she ever listened to the show? She used to. And then she what did stopped. she think? She thought it was fine until that one episode where like Mario called in and uh, uh, said he had like pictures of uh, some girl he hooked up with. And then I demanded he send them in so we could critique them. And my wife did not like hearing me critique uh, naked photos of another woman. So uh, that was the end of her listening to the show. Uh, I was going to say, did she start fine. listening more to find out what no, you're doing? No, that's fine. Right. So in essence, she saw a side of your personality that she's not a fan of and she didn't like... How that made her feel. So yeah. she's like, "Why am I? Yeah. Why right. am I leaving myself and, open for this?" And that side of your personality is never like at home. It's always here. <laughs> well, not like looking at other, like yeah, critiquing no. other girls. But Sid is just as sassy as he is on the mm-hmm. air with his wife. In fact, oh, yeah, there have been times where I've been out to like a, 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 a meal, uh-huh. yeah, with with them, and if if something is not making his wife happy. He will like totally prod her as he would any of us. Uh, How many crumpets? I am who I am. (laughs) To just make her even more angry as opposed to just like, you know, comforting her. Right. (laughs) I am who I am. So so there's your answer for that one, Kyle. Uh, The email continues. Darren, what did you think of Endgame, the new Megadeth album? Uh, Don't... uh... Remember it. I know. Yeah, was someone. that a while ago? Last year, I think. I don't. I couldn't name you one song on it. I know I've heard it. I'm sure we talked about it on the air. So what did Darren say on? I air? think I remember liking it honestly, but I'm sure it was the one where uh, Lamb of God's Chris Adler performed. Oh, one hundred percent. If I'm thinking even of the right record, I. 100% sure I listened to it once and never again. I think also we joked about how one of the tracks sounded like an older track, right? Oh, did it? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that sounds familiar. Was I don't know that that was Endgame, though. I didn't even, I'm I don't even sure know. it was Endgame. If you didn't say Endgame, I wouldn't remember the name I of the album. I thought we were asking about the Avengers movie. Yeah. Is Dave Mustaine going to sue them? Is he upset? Well, he put the... Oh, it was, yeah, Dave was first, right. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is something he would definitely comment on. Well, it's called Avengers Endgame. It's yeah. not just called Endgame. But it's still Endgame. He didn't come up with that phrase. But he is the type <laughs> that would act like he did. And there's no market share there. Like yeah. you know, I don't think that's cutting into his uh, his profits. <laughs> Maybe people think the Megadeth album is a soundtrack and accidentally buy it. So it might actually <laughs> yeah, help his sure. profits. 
Yeah, what could make like how could that not help Dave Mustaine? Yeah. It would only make it more relevant. Yeah. Any confusion there? Uh Noah. Uh oh. Kyle continues. Noah, is your boyfriend Zach Amico? <laughs> or no. your or your longtime friend Nick? I think we've already said oh, it's not Nick. Okay. No. Zach is engaged to his wonderful fiance. Oh, congratulations, though. Uh, he would uh, he would drop her in a second for you though. Wouldn't no, he? no, it wouldn't be no, okay that, being a side just, piece. That's just shtick. No, no, no. I no, but I'm saying like. Oh wait, uh, let's say, hold on. Not hold on, on your on. end, Colombian neckbeard <laughs> offers quite a correction. Endgame came out ten years ago. Dystopia was the last. Oh album. come oh. on! <laughs> I see. That's we, my whole point. Yeah. Anything past they all like, bleed, bleed, bleed. In. They all sound the fucking same to me. Anything after like cryptic writings, I feel like I just I kid. Uh, United, I know the names of them, but I can't tell you the order. Super Collider. What is, is that? That's not the name of the album, right? That was Super Collider. Uh, is it? Yeah, because oh, the Pooper Collider was the. I know the it's joke. a song, but I. Uh, <laughs> no, it's the okay. album. Yeah. Uh, so Endgame came out in uh, two thousand oh, two thousand nine. It came out September <laughs> two thousand nine. Wow, ten years ago. Why Good job. Oops, I don't even, it's for Kyle. It's an oops. Oh, okay. No, he, was he, he never to, said it was the new album. I was no. trying to trap oh. us. It was yeah. my oops. My oops. I don't even remember any of these singles. Dialectic Chaos. The day, this Day We Fight. Why would you? It's not like they're getting played on the radio, man. Why would you remember the singles? Head Crusher. Head Crusher. <laughs> Is the Kids in the Hall like reference? Well, no, head <laughs> crushing head. your head. Crusher was the. Oh, okay. Head Crusher was the first single, so let's let's hear that. Oh God! Can you, can you cue that? Head Crusher. This is. I started playing Dialectic Chaos. Okay. This is the first track. This was the first album with Chris Broderick. Really? I would have guessed it was before that. Okay, I vaguely remember this. Do you think he knows what dialectic means? He probably thinks it means diabetic. <laughs> I'm confusing the two words. Diabetic chaos! Standard mega death rip. Yeah, it's good. It's just all very samey, you know. I think it's probably just a intro track, right? Oh, so let's hear, long. let's hear a uh, head crush. Okay. All right. Oh yeah, okay, I remember this. Oh yeah, yeah. I need some more of it. I like this riff. Head crush, crush, crush on, crush on.
Crush him! Crush! Crush him! Okay. Yeah, let's hear the, the right to go insane. That was the second thing. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, I remember this song, but I've, like, I, it hasn't, I haven't thought about it <laughs> in, in like, yeah, eight years, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> and I don't even think he plays it live anymore. This is the right to go insane on the Nina Blackwood show. <laughs> I never went to my prom. I never. This is good prom music. Mustaine, always good prom music. This I don't remember. I can't envision myself in my uh, cleavage dress and my uh, corsage right now. <laughs> I look so feminine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. Yeah. Not so, the golden age of Megadeth whatsoever. Trash it. Yeah. Any more to that email? Uh, so, Noah, is your fr- boyfriend Zach? No. No. Not. And it's not Nick either. And then, Rob, if you could remind me how to join the Discord chat. You did that As I mentioned the at the top of the episode, if you go to metalinjection.net slash livecast, there is a big link actually on every episode page. Uh, every recent episode page, I should say, uh, join the Discord. It's a giant link with it's the. It's not invite. big enough. It's big. It needs to be bigger. Final question: Anybody seen Richie? <laughs> no. Uh, thanks for keeping me smiling at work. Oh. So Richie. <laughs> Anybody seen Richie? <laughs> um, and then we also got a voicemail. And the voicemail made me realize uh, that we, something we discussed last week was something we have discussed previously, which was when you were talking about uh, your John Singleton story, Mm -hmm. Uh, you mentioned how CDs were released in, um, like Mm -hmm. the CD packages were long boxes. They Mm -hmm. were still jewel cases, but the jewel case was inside of cardboard for some reason. Right, and we forgot why. Turns out we had that discussion before. Mm, yeah. And uh, Jack called in and explained why, and we forgot. So thankfully, oh, ah, Jack called in guy. again. Thanks, Jack. What a guy. Wow. Okay. Hey, what's up, Livecast? This is Jack from the uh, West Coast, San Francisco area. Uh, love you guys. Been listening for a couple years now, and I always giddily look forward to to the new episode coming out. I generally don't get to listen live, so I'm always a little bit Are we sure this isn't Alex Jones Jr.? This guy's got a very, I just like, wanted to call him because, again, I, I did this once before, but uh, you guys were talking about CDs and long boxes and how it was such a weird thing, and I know why they put them in long boxes. It was because the music industry was concerned that record stores would have to, like, completely rebuild all their cabinetry and racks where records were stored, where people would flip through records, and they didn't—they wanted to keep the same experience as records, but with the CDs, and they didn't want to have to have every record store in the country like kind of rebuild their rebuild their display cases. So they came up with a long boxes where they could fit uh, two CDs side by side in a single record mm. bin slot. So that's my little bit of useless trivia that I've called in about before <laughs> and just felt like you know being a punisher anyways love you guys have a great week thanks 
I like that he said rack and slot in the same mm. moment. Delicious. That was my favorite part. Put your rack in the slot. Very helpful. Anything else? Like that guy's got to work in some kind. Like he, he yeah, he's like got to do voice work of some sort, right? No, no, no. I don't even mean about his knowledge. I just mean that voice. He's got to be like a like an active like rock DJ over? or some shit <laughs> like with that voice. Turbo could learn a lesson. Was that the guy's name, Turbo? Turbo, yes. He could learn yeah. a lesson from Jack's voice. I think that was uh, Anina Blackwood's board op. Ah. Jack? <laughs> yes. Hopefully he gets on the air more than once a week. You'd think. Well, if he's an audio engineer, that would explain how he knows about the jewel cases. Mm. Or about the CD cases, whatever. Right. Stacks. Yeah. Rob, have we ever talked about your neighbor on the show? Your crazy neighbor? I don't think we have. Really? We, oh should we talk God. about like the fact that I finally had a run-in with him? Wait, you did? Yeah. That guy is fucking crazy. Yeah, I've never seen him before. <laughs> Rob's got a crazy neighbor. So I have, uh, I moved into a new neighborhood about a year ago. And a uh, very nice neighborhood. And it's, we- it's uh, mostly like multifamily houses. Uh-huh. Brownstones. So, like. Yeah, like mixed. mixed. Yeah, there's mixed some apartment buildings. buildings. Some new high But then there's like this one that's literally, and when I say literally, I mean the <laughs> literal definition of literally, a shack. Yes. It is like, uh, it's like a DIY construction almost. It's like attached to the side of a brownstone. Mm-hmm. And or it has, that type and it of is thing. its own address. It's its own yeah. address. It has its own entrance. I'm not going to say the actual number, <laughs> no. but let's say it's like, you know, the street is numbered like... 224, 225, 226. His would be like 226A, which mm-hmm. is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, this guy is out of his mind. He's on medication. And How do sometimes. You know he doesn't have a place to keep medication in that <laughs> Sometimes he goes off his medication and starts lashing out at other residents in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. And when I first got Bobka. And I was trying to potty train her. Uh, there are some trees on the block that have like little like mini fences to kind of yeah. indicate to you like, hey. That the city installs. You, the, oh, I didn't realize the city installs. That's the city's gates, yes. So that's uh, your tax money. Uh, I'm right with that. That Like, hey, please don't pee on this tree. Yeah. I feel like that's what that gate is doing. And I was just like, I need my baby girl to pee. So I picked her up and put her in this area which okay look i'm not gonna say it's a faux pas yeah anyway uh this guy's walking by and he's like hey she's not supposed to be peeing over there i'm like all right do you hear me i said she's not supposed to be peeing over there Move your fucking dog! And when, can I just say that the voice you're doing isn't even exaggerated enough to capture this guy? You're doing like a kind. Move your fucking dog! It's like that. Yeah. Uh, and it was, and I was just like, and this was, by the way, a month into living at this new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it was a little long, but anyway. Uh, and Bob a little baby. She's a puppy. By, four months old. Four months and old. And I'm baby. like. I'm just trying to potty train my dog. You're not supposed to. Do, that's why these gates are here. Go over there. There's plenty of places. And uh, I'm just like. Do it from the vocal cords that are <laughs> under the protective ones. 
I'm getting gassy now. I'm just like, I start going like Doug Levinson. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, what are you, the neighborhood watch? What are you, the police? You, the said, you said that to him? Yeah. Like, I was try- like, at first I was trying to ignore him, which was a mistake. I didn't even like acknowledge him being like, hey, you're not supposed to be over there. I said you're not. And that got him mad. And then I'm like, all right, we're going to move. And then he just wouldn't shut up. And I'm like, hey, who the fuck are you? Because he, he started getting really aggressive with me. Yeah. And I am the least aggressive person, but I was already like stressed out about my dog, and I'm and like I'm just like again like genuinely I'm like who the fuck is this guy? And we got into a huge shouting match back and forth, and he's like he's like your kind that just ruined the neighborhood, you people, and I'm like who is you people? What are you talking about? I'm just trying to renters. So he's Douglas Levison. He's Douglas (laughs) Levison for sure. And the crazy so like I was shook by this i was like who the fuck is this piece of shit like like and what's great like other neighbors are like all right like neighbors started yelling out of their window like all right keep it down you know whatever and like i was like done with it but they were yelling at him i i what i've come to learn is everyone knows that this guy's fucking out of his mind and after that happened there's been I've been at your house when he was like fighting with someone outside. He does this constantly, constantly to people walking their dogs, and it didn't matter. It doesn't matter, man or woman. He's indiscriminate and just yells so loud. There was a woman he started yelling at, and started being so aggressive that a random stranger stopped and defended the woman and and called the cops on him. And the the cops know him. There's I've actually you could look up. New York City yeah, records. records, and there's multiple <laughs> like uh, reports on his address uh, about this sort of stuff. And so this happens all the time. He thinks he like knows the neighborhood better. Than, and I've learned that he's lived there for like 35 years, so he's obviously seen the neighborhood change. And apparently he had a bigger property, but he would kept selling off more and more of it to where he built the shack. It's shack, it's... It's very, I don't know. So what was Sid's uh, So Sid now. Well, also, like, the, the, the only, I had never heard or seen this guy. In all, in like the year whatever that you've been living there, I've only, like, heard you talking about him. He has two massive dogs, and anytime you walk by the door to the shack, they just. Oh, yeah, that was another crazy. part of the story. He has massive, aggressive pit bulls. Yeah. Like, I, I have to cross the street. With my dog, who was a tiny Shiba Inu Jindu, like 11 pounds, 12 pounds, because they will lunge. And they weigh almost as much as this guy. This is a tiny Latino man. <laughs> and they're like these big 100-pound dogs. Yeah. So it's like I'm not even – and so he takes such poor care of them that he just leaves them. Outside, outside. Yeah. So like the shed has like a, a walkway that's kind of half outside, half inside. I mean it's a fucking shed. But – and then it leads to the door, and the door is open, so these dogs are kind of in this doorway, yeah. essentially caged in, yes. and anytime someone walks by, they start barking aggressively because they're so fucking bored, they need some attention. Right. And it got, and it's, it's a very quiet block. I don't want to nimby this shit, but it, it's like, it really, you know, if you're sitting there and it's super quiet, all you hear is fucking aggressive barking from dogs. It's It's so irritating. And- and to think of the dogs, you feel so bad for these poor dogs. Yeah. Like, why are they being put in this situation where they have to act defensively or aggressively? And in fact, one time, a na- some neighbor called the ASPCA on him. And, and these animal rights people came out and he wouldn't come out. 
Like he knew they were, you know, yeah. and like after that, it's gotten a little better, but he still lets his dogs out occasionally. They're a little he nicer. Let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so go ahead. So finally, on Saturday, we were over there, me and my wife, for uh, watching Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race at Rob's, and then mm-hmm. we're leaving. And all of a sudden, I see this guy emerge from his shack. And like, obviously, like, I've heard so much about him. I want to get an eyeful. I want to see who the fuck this guy is. He looked like Hervé Villachez. That's Taller than that, but if you told me they were related, I would have believed you. That was the picture I got. Yeah. Taller than that. Still, like, not, like, a lot more bark than bite. But, uh, yeah. obviously, he sees me looking at him and knows exactly what's going on, so he starts, like, cursing at me. What did he say? He's just like, who fucking mind your own business? What are you looking at? Just screaming. Wow. And, uh, we're walking across the street to the car. We get in the car. He's still screaming. My wife, instead of just... Like, all right, ignore the madman. Let's go home. We've gotten our moment with him. Whatever. Fine. Now we can just check that off the list. She, like, starts yelling back at him. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck off. And he starts walking to our car. And then he walks right up to the passenger fucking window. And instead of, like, ignoring him, my wife rolls down the window to, like, continue engaging with him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He can reach in. He can spit at you. We don't know what this guy's capable of. True. So I tell her, roll the fucking window off, you lunatic. She She rolls the, I don't, just cursing back at him. Uh, So she rolls the window back up and then I start like backing out and finally he like gets out of the way when he thought that maybe I might possibly run him over. And that was the end of it. No, he was just happy that you were leaving his neighborhood. Yeah, well, that's fine. I was happy to leave his neighborhood at that point. I got what I needed. But yeah, so now I've had my my encounter with with the crazy neighbor. Mm. It's very exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. He grabbed his crotch at my wife. What? Yeah. Was he foaming at the mouth? That's Is that he... a thing he does? Yeah. He foams at the mouth. He didn't yes. foam at the mouth. When I was, he I got has his... rabies. <laughs> well, was... the people on antidepressants get that sometimes. Yeah, that's what it's just. He was like so off of his meds that he started like un, like just losing his shit yelling at me. And I, I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go back in my apartment. I'm not going to deal with this lunatic. Just be like, do you want me to give you a right to Walgreens so you can pick up your refill? Are you ever tempted to like when you you have your like duty bag for Bobco and you've got the the poop in your hand to like smear it on the doorknob to his shack as you walk by? I've thought I've had cruel thoughts for sure. That's not cruel. That's hilarious. Well, beyond that. Oh, (laughs) like what? Poisoning his dog? Like, yeah, like getting that ricin or whatever from Breaking Bad. (laughs) Come on. I'm talking about things you could actually do. Like I thought about like... Like No, no, no. Like, I mean, it's not fair to the dogs, but like killing it, like doing something to poison his dog so they stop barking. Jesus Just paralyzing their vocal cords. Again, like, I I didn't act on any of this, but it's like... It's him, but then when ulti- you're when you're agent and you get right, like, like this was this yeah, was yeah. in peak rage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stop. He's gonna get PTSD. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I decided uh, it wouldn't be worth uh, any possible retaliation. Like, because I don't know what. But the how fuck- would he know that it was you? Like, if you smeared babka shit on his doorknob, he's crazy. I have yeah, a like, feeling uh, he like looks through like. Like a Who knows? That's just do it like, in passing. Like do it so subtly that he wouldn't even realize what happened. Also, her poops aren't big enough. Where and her poops are very hard, so they wouldn't oh. even smear. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not. They're Bruno's not soft. Poops. You ever think of just like hook shot? Yeah, maybe over if the... I'm walking Bruno. <laughs> 
Again, they're so small, it wouldn't be that big of an impact. But it would still just be shit in his shack area. It's tiny. It's easy to pick up. He might think it was like a jerky that he dropped. Bruno poop. I think Bruno poop would be. All right, no, you know what you have to do. (laughs) (laughs) You look for. Also, like, there's been some. Like, he he has two sons that must live close. Mm -hmm. Because uh, not too long ago, I'm watching TV Sunday night. I, I was like. Maybe it's whatever. It doesn't matter. I was watching TV and it's late at night. So super quiet. And I just hear arguing between two people. And it was like, how could you? She's a little girl. She's a little girl. And the other guy was like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Who the fuck are you? What are you, the police? And he's like, I don't want to see you on this block. He's like, well, too bad. You're going to see me because I live on the next block. Motherfucker. You know, and then another dog is barking. and, And it's like this woman is like, Come back. Stop. Stop. Don't fight. Come back in the house. Gerald. <laughs> I don't know. what. I'm... And I look and then that the crazy guy is playing referee because his son is the guy being yelled at for sleeping with this underage girl. Is, oh. that, uh, is that definitely what it was? I'm not. Maybe he uh, slapped her or he slapped somebody's kid in the face. It sounded like like there was. He looked there like was, a lover, not a fighter. He's like, I don't think you should see her again, or something like that. And he was like, I'm going to see whoever the fuck I want. You don't control. Maybe like, he tried to like shove this. some leaves in her bouquet. Oh my god! The best part about this fight, about <laughs> witnessing this fight, is, this, is the is the the white guy would be making these demands and trying to act tough, and the the Latino guy would be like, No, fuck you! <laughs> like you can't. I'm not going to do anything you say. And I would just get the white guy so mad that he would. Oh, and they ended up kind of like having the bitchiest fight, like like a slap fight. Wow. Amazing. It was such great. Such great. Did you have Better this, than whatever you're watching on yeah. TV. Well, this, this is one of the benefits of living in New yeah. York is just experiencing these yeah. drunken fights on the yeah. street yeah. from the safety of your window. Yeah, you got to heckle, though. Did you heckle? And, uh, and no, also, it's great having a dog because that's how you explore the yeah, the neighborhood. So now I live in Rob's neighborhood too, and I walk Bruno, and I'm like learning about all like the neighborhood winos, mm. like all the bums oh, and stuff yeah. in, the, in the neighborhood. Like like that one guy that just falls asleep in random places, but he looks like a regular guy, and his yes. butt cracks always out. Yes, there's this <laughs> one. And, and he's, he's wearing drunk. club clothes. That's Noah's boyfriend. He's drunk oh, at all go. points. Shut up. I, there's this one. There's this one guy who I never see him sober. And I once, I once saw him so drunk, and he was just like, "Please help me!" Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow. And I couldn't. I, I just, like, I know, but like, doing what? Like, get taking him to rehab, or he was, like, was he yeah, like he was, he was pissed drunk, like laying, laying on the floor, like, oh, like fifty, sixty. Yeah, yeah. and he just looks like, like, if you see him, he's just like a standard guy that's like going out to like a club. His hair's gelled back. He's wearing a button down, mm-hmm. tight jeans. Jesus Christ. One time I saw him passed out in front of like one of those luxury buildings that they had just built, like literally in front of the door. So all those rich <laughs> assholes have to like step over him to get into their building. He's probably the super. <laughs> you don't know that. No, I don't think that's so. What I said probably. There's him and then there's like a couple of bums, like um there was like this beanbag chair on my block, and then I guess they um like walked up the block and they took it and they placed it by the subway stations and that like they made it like their little like hangout spot like their cozy hangout spot oh yeah for like a couple of weeks and it disappeared oh rest in peace be back 
No, they're recording uh, Frankie Palmieri's podcast with them now. <laughs> they brought it over to his house. Oh, well, can we just, before we wrap up the episode, can we check oh, no. to see if there's a new one? A uh, new Frank, can we get a Frankie Palmieri podcast update? Sure. I have to check, though. And uh, we're going to wrap it up. We will be back next week, as we are every Tuesday. There is a new podcast. <gasps> what are the topics? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog controversy. Oh, God. My opinions on overhyped strippers. What? Meeting oh, Ad Rock of the Beastie Boys. Oh. Plus other mental excrement. Oh. <laughs> mental excrement. <laughs> new one, oh, I think. Alright. I might have to listen to that one and pull. Let me know what he says about Ad Rock. <laughs> I don't, don't want to actually play the talk. You know what we should do? We should record that and just like loop it yeah, over and yeah. over and over and then we have his music. Let's do it. I'm with it. All right. I'm going to take Bruno out. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we will be back next week. We are out of here. That was our new feature, what we're going to do immediately <laughs> after the show. I'm going to drive home, have dinner. <laughs> Can I have some schnitzel later? Ooh, very oh. nice. Homemade schnitzel. I'm having pizza from Luigi. Oh, very, very nice. It's nice. It's good. And I'm not going to eat because I don't eat so late. Did you have dinner with your boyfriend before the show? No. I had Found him passed out on the corner and just took him to a pizza place? <laughs> Can't believe you're going out with the local wino. Crazy. I am not. It's not that serious yet? Just seeing each other? No, it's passed out. They're not going oh. out anymore. They're an item. I guess if you're the wino who's always outside, is it really going out? Yeah. <laughs> you might she's, be coming in. She's go, they're going in tonight. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Here's Jim Ross. <laughs> oh, wait. What? Okay. We're waiting. On that note. Here's Jim Ross. Hi, everybody. It's good old JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, by the way. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast. You got that right. Metal Injection Livecast. And, folks, you know this is a sovereign art. Time has arrived. We are broadcasting Raw Live from my ass. Boom, boom. I'd rather watch two old women slap my ass. <laughs> That's as tough as a chunk of my ass. Here comes the biggest ass. The big man is back. Jim Ross. 350 pounds. Say hello to my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest spectacle on earth. My ass. 30 men will enter my ass. You know what I mean. The most important thing to a tag team is my ass. I totally agree with you, JR. Here you go, King. Kiss my ass. I wish you would jump on top of me, JR. It disgusts me to see my ass. My daughter's nursery rhymes are more aggressive than this. I can't help but look at the butt, JR. What? This is making me sick. Is it over? No, not yet. Referee Earl Hebner is always in my ass. That's a little weird. Transmission. He's got a first-class ticket to my ass. Executioner. Here comes Naven. 
Raven. What? Jim Ross. Now let's not give anyone some bad ideas. There's going to be plenty of turbulence in my ass. Booker T is an idiot. It's not the rock bottom. It's my ass. Are you serious? The poison has now been injected into my ass. This is not right, King. The poison is not going to stop until they wipe my ass. I can think of about seven or eight thousand things I'd rather have in my ass. I don't even care anymore. Look at the confident expression on my ass. The fat lady's singing now. He's only got one thing on his mind. It's my ass. My granny is the most feared object of pain. Everyone, don't forget to visit myass.com for great WWE products. Oh, yeah. Didn't see that coming. It's about as effective as a one-legged man in my ass. Like taking candy from a baby. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. I've known JR for 20 years, and he don't give a damn about the fans. He's a glory hound, and he just doesn't want to hang it up. He doesn't want to admit that his days are over. Oh, boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Old school. The big man is back. Anyway, I have some news here for you. Kiss my ass, lousy bastard. That's all. Oh my God! Boom shakalaka! Boom shakalaka! Boom boom shakalaka! Boom 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 shakalaka! Boom 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 boom! Give it to him! Give it to him! Shakalaka! Jim Ross is every woman's dream and every man's nightmare. It's assault and battery. Oh! Oh yeah! Nothing can stop that Oklahoma stampede. Don't do it! Boom shakalaka! Oklahoma! Good old Boom shakalaka! Boom shakalaka! Old school. The big man 